Hey, hey legends. Legendary legends. How's it going? Hope you're enjoying our 12 days of narcissismus. Yeah, are you? Because... We're putting in a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> because it was a great idea, for sure. But then we were like, wait. And then we... That's six... That's like six hours. Well, no, probably not that much. Um, it might be. Might but then be. also, we realized, wait, 12? That number is actually high, and that's, that's coming like up. two weeks. And then we were like, wait, it has to start on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> and we did, hadn't had anything. Recorded. And unfortunately, we're not caught. Like, we're, we need to catch up. We need to have, like, some unlock. And that, that we can just go... Duh, 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 duh. bank. Yeah. Well, but whatever. whatever. We literally do it for you, legends. Okay. Um, Jason... For the people who haven't tu- tuned into 12 Days of Narcissismus, what have been... What the freak is that? What the freak is that? That is our 12 days. Well, if you didn't listen to the first ep, you wouldn't know. It's the 12 days in a row leading up to Christmas, which is not the actual 12 days of Christmas. 12 days of Christmas starts on Christmas and goes till whatever 12 days after that is. The 6th, January 6th. Really? Um, yeah. Because no. it's like that in Three Kings Day or whatever. Okay, I don't believe that's even a thing. No, it's true. It's because it's like, okay, but 12 days of Christmas, Christmas is done. <laughs> what? I On know. the 12th day of Christmas. So you're getting presents. You're for getting so presents. Christmas Day, partridge in a pear tree. Okay, that's kind of the like starch. the worst one to open on Christmas. Or wait. You got birds yeah, in a tree? Yeah. Not You didn't even get a cage. No. Just just one partridge in it, even. That's so Maya Angelou. <laughs> oh, bird. You, you can fly away. <laughs> yeah, you, you stay. stay. Why? <laughs> okay. Not even my question rang true. true. <laughs> okay, never mind. That's from Victorious. That's the bird scene from the first, the pilot episode of Victorious on Nickelodeon. I would love to rewatch that. Um, what has been your favorite episode of Narcissismus thus far? There's only been... F- Four days? There's only been four, so peek behind the curtain. Yes, we recorded this before the episode that comes out today. Yes. <laughs> of the fifth day of Narcissismus. Uh-huh, no spoilers. Um, <laughs> I can't even think of what we're going to talk about. It's on the list, and I haven't looked. Oh, I know um, what it is. Ooh. It's a good one. It is a good one. It's one of the first one, first ones we thought of. Okay, perfect. Um, I don't know what my favorite is. I thought it was fun to do the Selena Gomez app. yeah. There were some funny lines that had me cracking up in Barnes and Noble. Oh, cracking up in Barnes and Noble title up. (laughs) That's one of the better places to crack up in. Oh my God. Are you familiar with, sorry to bring this into the the situation, um, familiar with the (gasps) phenomenon where you have to poop in a bookstore? Okay. Literally (laughs) just talking about (laughs) About Barnes and Noble (laughs) right now has made me. Rumbling. Things are moving. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yes. That's so weird. Legends, if you didn't know, there's a phenomenon that has been like backed up by some sort of science. Yeah. Um, that when you're in like a bookstore, you want to shit. <laughs> I think it's like a Japanese word for it because like they had discovered it first or first maybe observed that <laughs> situation. Poop in bookstore. It's something <laughs> about the smell. Of books, right? Or Okay, it's the Mariko Aoki phenomenon. Mm. <laughs> the sudden urge some people feel to empty their bowels when in a bookstore. I hate empty your bowels. <laughs> empty your bowels title up. Empty your bowels. 
Okay, wait. This article is called The Unbearable Poopness of Bookstores. <laughs> the Unbearable Poopness? <laughs> the Unbearable Poopness. Title of the unbearable. <laughs> What is the unbearable poopness? I was thinking of, of the unbearable weight of talent of famous. I don't know if that movie is. Oh, the... The yeah, Nick Cage the one. The Nick Cage. The unbearable, unbearable talent of being... Unbearable weight. What is the unbearable weight of being talented? But that mm. doesn't sound right. I don't know. Okay, well, we haven't seen that, so we're not talking about it. Um, what was your favorite app of Narcissus? Um, I don't know. I thought the the Wii Sports one was kind of fun to go. Oh, back. the Wii. Yeah, yeah. the Wii. Um, that was fun. I liked the Selena Gomez one. <laughs> You're just gonna oh. name them all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> GPS. Uh, <laughs> my dad did not like. The Selena Gomez one. He this just in from Tim. More dance of the sugar plum fairy. Fewer iconic references to Selena Gomez. She's but a footnote in music history. Is he wants fewer Selena Gomez references on the Selena Gomez oeuvre episode? That's gonna be tough. <laughs> We're gonna have order. to make a sugar Tall. plum fairy episode. Huh, we'll think about it. <laughs> um moving on. Yeah. Um well, what should we talk about today? Well, do you remember that song that we played at the beginning of the, oh, the top yeah. of the app? Yeah. That's right. We saw Wonka. We did starring see Timothy Chalamet. Featuring my future husband. Still have to message him about that. But um, you have messaged him about other things. Yeah, well I messaged him when we first I first saw the the leak of Wonka. Wonka leak. Wonka leak. <laughs> and I do. I <laughs> please. Uh, yeah. And I messaged him about it. I haven't heard back about that. That was a couple of years ago. But um, still, my message rang true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, what did you think of Wonka? Um, Jason, this is actually kind of honesty hour right now. Honesty zone. <laughs> this is honesty zone. I think you liked it more than I did. This might be our first fight. Oh my God. Well, no, well, I think. I liked it because everybody, here's the thing, expectations change how you experience a movie. Yeah. Because everyone said, this sucks. This is going to be so bad. This is going to be the worst. So then going into it, I was like, okay, well, I'm not expecting anything great. Timothy is not totally known for singing. Yeah. He's not really been goofy before. It is a kid's movie, capital yeah. K, kid's movie. So I was <laughs> just going in to be like, yeah, what can they give us? And sure. there were some funny moments. Yeah, yeah. I think I walked in. With similar expectations. I, honestly, what I was really blown away was the acting and like how campy and theatrical the performances were. Mm-hmm. Because that's where a lot of the humor came from me. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, these people are hamming it up. Yeah, the three chocolatiers were... Yeah, they were really stand good. Standouts. <laughs> yeah. Um, for those of you that don't know the plot of Wonka, it is the prequel for, to Wonka. Though I will say, like, it kind of is so far removed from the other Wonka movies that it's best to kind of go into it not expecting any sort of ties mm-hmm. to the rest of the franchise. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else. What did you think of Timothy? Um, I don't know. It was good. Fine. I, I thought he was actually really wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and I know he's not, like, the best singer, but he has just, like, the sweetest little voice. And I was very taken by it. Like, he kind of sings like a little bird. <laughs> That's well, funny. Yeah. And he has a very, 
I mean, he's a slim guy, so yeah, you can't really sing much stronger than a canary, I would assume. I know nothing about singing. <laughs> I don't know that totally applies. No, it does, yeah. Jason. <laughs> no, if if you're skinny, you can't sing loud. Skinny nope. people can't sing loud. Skinny people can't sing. <laughs> Whoa. You heard it here first. <laughs> Turtle vap? No. Um, um, speaking of the skinniness of it all, one thing that I was like constantly shocked by in Wonka sort is sort of rampant. Like so many fat phobic jokes. Yeah. Like to the point where I'm like, that's like blamed. Like wh- what? Like mm-hmm. how did this, who okayed this? Yeah. It was really weird. And yeah. And, and the audience was like silent on those jokes. Like people weren't laughing. No, well, it was like, they just weren't, they weren't funny. Yeah. And like, not even like, let's, let's take like the hurtful aspects of it aside. Like they, the jokes weren't funny. So it wasn't even like, where is this landing and with who? Mm-hmm. Especially to put it, I mean, to put like hurtful, fat phobic jokes in anything, but especially in a kid's movie is like, okay, weird. Just weird. I yeah. was confused by that. Yeah. It felt like an easy, uh, easy first choice for them to do. Oh, chocolate factory. It's about candy. If you yeah. eat a lot of candy, you gain weight. Yeah. That's funny. Like, so it was very like first thought, first thought, first thought. And it was like, okay, we actually need to be thinking mm-hmm. more about that. Like, yeah. that's not really totally funny anymore. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And then I think my other thought were, this might be, this is my hot take. <laughs> this movie desperately needed Lin-Manuel vacation. That is the spookiest thing you've ever said. It's the spookiest thing I've ever said. But truly, like, I think the premise and the songs, like, it needed a little quirk and it needed a little bit of a ratatata. Because some of the songs I thought kind of blended into each other, whereas I'm like, they kind of sound the same after a while. And I do think with Timothée's rap background, (laughs) it would have been actually really... I think Timothy desperately wants to work with Lynn Manuel. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think I agree with I think especially with the Lynn Manuel fatigue, adding him into another thing. And I don't know how I'd feel about rapping in, in Willy Wonka. I'm like, oh <laughs> but um I thought it was fine. Like it kind of because it had to sort of at least be somewhat musically related to the other Wonka film, mm. and it did. Um so I thought that was fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. There were some songs that I did not like and some songs that I did like. Mm-hmm. Which is sometimes <laughs> how it goes. That's it. That's it. And there you go. <laughs> and there I go. Um, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. Yeah. I thought we were almost there. Um, there were some things with like filming too where I was like, they're pan. They're, they do my least favorite technical film I don't know know what the term is Mm -hmm. but like a quick pan where they do almost like a 360 but they're moving so fast that you can't your eyes can't settle and the second it settles it's like taken away that I find it very jarring oh wait what scene they did it like a couple times where they'll like I think of um, I'm trying to think of scenes that all the scenes I'm thinking of would give it away so I don't want to spoil anything (laughs) but scenes where they do like big 
hey, they're in like this massive room and they're going to quick scan like all four corners and you see people dancing around mm. and it's like, it's so fast that you can't even see anything. Also, actually, I would say the opening dance number. Okay. I felt like it moved so quick that I could not see anyone's face because it was just blurry. Oh. Like, stop, huh. stop moving. I'm trying to look at Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> okay, yeah. So those are my thoughts. Yeah, I thought it was good, not great, but also didn't wasn't expecting greatness. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So. I wasn't expecting greatness either. So um, yeah, go see it. It's a little fun for the holidays if yeah. you have kids. Or if you know a child, or <laughs> we went without children, so you can also do that. Do you think anyone who listens to this podcast has children? Well, our parents. Okay. <laughs> well, not that. <them. laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Shout out, give us an email if you guys have kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let us know what you think about having children. Um, Did you like that? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, um, I saw another movie. I saw The Boy and the Heron. Which, I'm kind of being hater, hater, hater today. Uh-uh. Womp, womp. Womp. Um, I liked it. Okay. But. but. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Miyazaki's, and this is Studio Ghibli, not Studio Ghibli's last film, but is reportedly Miyazaki's last film. So if you aren't familiar with his past oeuvre his oeuvre um <laughs> he did like kiki's delivery service spirit away my neighbor totoro all those movies howl uh, howl yes and his newest creation is the boy and the heron which is in theaters now um it is by i had no idea like i didn't even watch a trailer b- before going in which i'm glad i didn't um this movie is by Far, by far his darkest movie, mm. which is saying a lot because all those movies have dark themes to it, especially for kids. This is not a kid's movie. Mm. So if you have kids, those people who have kids listening to our podcast, don't take them to The Boy and the Heron, like truly, because it was very, um, there's, I don't know if graphic's the right word. It is at times graphic, but unsettling, very unsettling. Mm. Um, lots of talk about death and grief, and, um, like, a lot of animal death, too, which is, I don't, Mm. not fun. Um, But also, it's it's one that you kind of want to almost be, like, under the influence for or something, (laughs) because you have no idea what's going on in that plot. And nor should you. It's not for us to know. Mm. It's really, that's between Miyazaki and someone. Interesting. Um, I read somewhere that, like, the way those films, the plot structure is, it's different than like Western mm, plot structures. Yeah. And I didn't read further. I read that like the first line of an article and I was like, huh. <laughs> yeah. And you can see that, um, I would say, especially in Howl's Moving Castle mm. and Spirit Away. And Spirit Away and Kiki's Delivery Service, those two are like some of my top movies of all time. Mm. Um, so I have like great love for Studio Ghibli. Um, and I did like this film. I did. Um, but I just kind of left feeling like, uh, and of course it is the most beautiful film I've ever seen. And the animation is insane. Like, I mean, you can take, you can pause it every second. Mm. And I'm like, I want that framed in my house. Like it looks, um, I mean, it, the backgrounds are all painted. Mm. It's so pretty. Um, oh my gosh, Robert Pattinson. Uh, I heard he's a little freak in this movie. 
Jason. <laughs> Jason, like literally, he voices the heron mm-hmm. and he takes on like this William Defoe-esque type who of is in, who is, is in a it different as character. Well. <laughs> I saw a tweet the other day that said Barry Keoghan and Robert Pattinson are both fighting tooth and nail <laughs> to be the next William Defoe. And I'm like, yeah, that's so true. <laughs> but he was a freak. Like, I've never heard a voice like that. Nor, I mean, I know no one asked him to do that. <laughs> but, um, y'all, go see it and tell me what you thought. Um, I-, I felt like I was being really negative. I, I did really enjoy the movie. Yeah. But it was just like, a, I think it was out of the other ones I've seen. I'm not a big Totoro fan. This is probably right above Totoro. Okay. So, it's just, just, there you go. Legends. Something to chew on. Go see it, maybe. Yeah, I <laughs> think go dare, see if it. If you dare. Um, I also think, and I'm always one to say go see it in a theater, but I don't know if you have to see it in a theater. Mm. In fact, I saw it with Josh. Shout out Anna Kay, your cousin. <laughs> um, I saw it with Josh, and there were a lot of times we were talking about, where I was like, I wish we could have like paused that and just like, like laughed or like, questioned or did something mm-hmm. like i almost felt like it would have been better at home but okay yeah. we also what else did we see um we also saw waitress the musical pro shot and pro shot is the term for when um a stage production is professionally recorded um so waitress is a musical based on the movie from 2007 or 2009 with carrie russell which um, I just learned. Yeah, it's about um, a waitress, would you believe? A I waitress would. who, and here's the thing, she actually makes pies, so sometimes known as a baker in our language, but in the movie, she's a waitress at a pie diner. In uh, our universe, we would call her a baker. I would say baker, but she just is a server at this pie restaurant and also bakes all of the cakes. Literally. Cakes, they're not cakes, they're pies. <laughs> you guys, anytime I say cake, it does mean pie in this situation. Yeah, in our universe, pie does mean, pie. cake does mean pie. C- cake does mean pie. So she loves to make pies, um, and she's in, like, actually, unfortunately, a bad relationship. Yeah. Um, and then, kind of, uh, it's it seems like a dark uh, premise, and it kind of is, but the way the musical is, is like, written is pretty funny. Yeah, Sarah Bareilles is, plays the main character in this in this pro shot, um, and she actually wrote all of the songs for this musical, um, and yeah, it was really good. It was a lot of fun. It was so so funny. There's a lot of so funny comedic moments. I was not expecting it to be so funny mm-hmm. because waitress is like widely loved, and it's kind of I don't know. I feel like. It kind of came out at around similar time as Hamilton. And if you didn't like Hamilton, you kind of liked Waitress. That's what it felt like. It kind of, I, mm. it kind of, I feel like a lot of the basics really liked Waitress. Mm. But it was not basic at all. Like, I was howling laughing. Mm-hmm. It was really, yeah, I really liked it. And the music is wonderful. I was familiar with the songs before I went in. Um, to it and there were some even like after listening to the songs and then seeing it done live action i'm like oh this takes on a totally different meaning mm. than what i had originally thought and the rest of the cast is all original to um the original cast as well um, yeah so i don't think it's 
How long else is it playing in theaters? Not um, it was just for one week, and then they extended it a week, but I think we're at the end of the extension, so it might not be anymore. Yeah, so you might not be able to catch this one in theaters, but if it comes on streaming, this is a good one to watch, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I will be for sure re-watching it. Tuning in. Like, multiple times. Like, I loved it. Yeah, it was really good, and the it was done really, really well. Like, there are some pro shots that aren't as good but this one was like the reason they actually so this was recorded after the pandemic they brought it back for like six weeks for the main point reason to film it so it's done really really well and they actually like oh, i can't say but there's like a thing that is normally a prop and it was not a prop in the, yeah uh, in the scene and we're like what yeah there's a gag and you'll know it, you'll know yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah, that was really, really good and a lot of fun. Musicals, yeah. baby. Uh huh. Yeah, really good acting. Yeah, Sarah Bareilles needs to be doing more. More. She, yeah. I like. I want to see her in acting more in that space. Me too. Like, I want to see. I want to see her egot. And I was thinking, I was like, God, she's in sort of the space to do that, but she right? hasn't. I don't think she's won. Well, she, she did win a Tony for um, the revival of Into the Woods as the cast. Yes, and that was her first Tony after a yeah. million nominees. Yeah. And I don't know if she has a Grammy, and I'm like, come on, girl! Let me look I it bet up. she has a Grammy, because she is also a major songwriter. Like, she gives away a lot of her songs that she doesn't take for herself. Okay, wait, let me just double check. Okay, thank God she has two Grammys. Phew. Okay. Wait, oh, nominations for Emmys. Come and on. And wait. What was she nominated for an Emmy for? Um, primetime Emmys. She was on one of those live musicals. Okay, wait. Oh. What the heck? Oh, which one was that? Do, do, do. Maybe I'm making this up. Come on. Stage awards and nominations. Awards and nominations. I have no idea what she would have been. Which one? Um, primetime Emmys. Okay, it says outstanding. Oh, She's nominated for the hosting the Tony Awards. Oh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. Oh. In in concert. So it wasn't like the. Mm-hmm. Oh, it wasn't because I the I John don't think Legend. it was the John Legend one. Let me see. Nope, it was the John Legend one. Oh, was she married? Uh, I think so. She's billed second, so I think so. I've never seen. I'm not familiar with. I'm familiar with Jesus, but I'm There's not familiar. Some bangers. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, she's Mary Magdalene. Would you believe? Norm Lewis is in that. Oh my god. I don't know. The Mary Magdalene songs. I know. Uh, um, <laughs> I don't know any songs. Jesus, I am overjoyed to see you face to face. There's a really good one that Pontius Pilate sings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Pontius Pilate song slaps. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. She also did. This is kind of a funny little thing that I read. Um, she apparently worked on the SpongeBob SquarePants musical <laughs> in some SpongeBob. fashion. Ariana <laughs> Grande. I believe her. She was such a Nickelodeon kid. Um, so she did win Grammy for Best American Roots Performance. Okay, that's not songwriting. That's so made up. What does that e- American <coughs> Roots Performance? Um, what okay. the heck, you guys? Quality performances in the American Roots subgenres. Folk, bluegrass, regional roots music. She. <laughs> it's back. I just remembered. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Okay, wait. So she did win a Tony? Or wait, I don't think she did. Now I'm now I might be just 
Because I thought she got part of the... Because um, they, they won like an ensemble. Or they won Best Album. And I think lead singers on the album for Tony Awards. Or was it the Grammy? Oh, wait. Yeah, okay. She hasn't won a Tony. That is a crime. She won a Grammy for Best Musical Theater Album for Into the Woods. That's... When we do... 12 Days of Narcissismus, where we do the worst moments in culture history. 12 Days of Nemesismus. <laughs> oh, Jason. Next year, next year. Well, we'll do it starting Christmas right yes. after. We'll do the truth. 24 days <laughs> of episodes. That would no, be insane, we can't, though. we can't. Um, That's crazy. Wow. Sarah, okay, so she's only got, she's only, oh, she's only got Grammys. God, that's pathetic, Sarah. No, not pathetic for her. It's sexism. <laughs> it is. Women can't have every, anything. No. Sarah Bareilles, one of the most talented women of our time. She gets pennies. Um, and here's also a fun fact. She is actually engaged to the guy who plays the husband in the pro shot. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Wait, good husband, bad husband? <laughs> There, there's only one. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Bad husband. Bad husband. Um, so that's why their chemistry is popping off. I'm just kidding. I didn't really oh, pay attention. Oh, interesting. Um, but yeah, because apparently he was the original guy in it, and then she was like obviously producing and writing the songs, uh, and so they kind of like got close early on in the production. Oh. Kind of a, oh, you're actually falling in love with the, the mean guy. Oh, oh, the villain of the story. Which is obviously his personality as well as the character. Of course. <laughs> Famously. Well, he's like, he, in the back to the pro shop, he is, the abusive husband is so, like, he's an amazing actor, but he's so bad that even, like, he came out and bowed and, like, few people clapped. Because <laughs> people were like, get the get out of off the stage. We don't want to look at you. <laughs> That's so sad. You That's guys, who's acting? <laughs> That's like, um, I was just talking with, Cousin Jonah, shout out if he's listening, um, about the actor who plays Joffrey in Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. he hasn't been able to, like, book anything else because people, like, Whoa. only see him as, like, the worst guy in history. Wow. Probably the same with Ramsey Bolton. Because oh, yeah. I haven't seen Ramsey anywhere. Damn. Damn. Oh, those are two bad, bad men. But also great actors. True. With great power comes great responsibility. True. Okay, we also saw one other thing. Um, Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Legends, go watch it. And I think I was like, in my mind, for some reason, I'm a, a Peanuts hater. Yeah, you came but, into that experience. <laughs> walls up. Well, I think, I think I don't enjoy... Here's the thing. I like the vibes... Yeah. So, but if if I'm like not paying attention, but I'm just like sort of absorbing the music, sort of the talking, the cadence, the vibes, the animation style, it's really good. I'm vibing. It's there. Yeah. But if I'm kind of tuning in, then I go, what the heck? <laughs> oh, see, I think it hits ten out of ten for me. I'm such a peanut girl. I'm like, what are they saying? Like They're each little nonsense. segment is kind of like, like what was that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there's no point. Oh, which brother. Is the point. <laughs> good grief yeah good grief not old brother girl get the hook <laughs> oh and i love snoopy i feel like emotional whenever i see a picture of snoopy <laughs> like i we talked about this last night but i need 
Vando to do a Snoopy collab. Bro, bro, please, please. I need Snoop merch now. Wait, what is Bando actually? Bando, that's what all the girls have for the... Okay, that's what I thought, but it's, yeah. I didn't know it was a brand. And what Legends you didn't see is I made a <laughs> fanny pack kind of gesture. And um, yeah. And now I'm lost <laughs> because I thought Bando was more of like a bra top or no. Oh, that's well, a different that, Bando. That is a different Bando. Okay, okay. <laughs> Bando, B-A-N-D-O. And wait, what's the other one? That's how I imagined it's spelled. Shoot. Oh, girl, you can't see this on air. I think there's a U in the other one. Okay. Very confusing in that space, but keep yeah. going. But Bando, they also have, you know, the the bright colored pattern uh, grocery shopping bags, the reusable ones? That's from Bando. Oh. The ones that kind of pack down into yeah, those yeah, little. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see like Bando the, is spelled French way. Yes. For, for the bra top. Mm-hmm. And Bando, the other way, for Snoopy, hopefully, in the future. Bando, what do you call him? Bando bag? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. B-A-N dot? Oh, okay, now I'm here. He was trying to get me to go to Bagu, and I was like, no, no. Oh, wait. But this is Bando, do you find? I do find. And Bagu... Bagu Bando are kind of in the same in my brain. They're sisters. Sisters. <laughs> they were never <laughs> such devoted <laughs> sisters. Okay. Get- <laughs> we need the vaudeville hook to take us off stage right now. Literally. Get us out of here. Nice. Um, speaking about being on stage, you wanted to talk about Tate McRae. <laughs> Have you guys heard about Tate McRae? Yes. You're familiar? How familiar? A lot? Oh, I... Literally, Jason, I've known Tate McRae since <laughs> she was 11 years old. Oh, my God. So you're a day one. I'm a day one tater tot. <laughs> Gulp. I don't know if that's, that's what it I'm going to It better be. DM her now. I'm going to buy near that. <laughs> T-A-E-T-E-R tot. T-O-T. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, because she was just kind of all over Twitter this last week or two. I was kind of like. Whoa, what is going on here? Like, I did realize that I did favorite a song of hers last year in 2022, and I was like, oh, that's her. Was it Greedy? No, it was... Let me just find it. Yeah. Um, It was a single. She has been... She has been slowly rising to fame her entire life. (laughs) I do... She's All I Want to Be is what I have saved. Oh, I don't know that song. That's a good one. Okay. Um, um, I know Greedy is really popular on TikTok. Yeah, it's so blown up since then. Maybe we should play a little bit of Greedy here. Yeah, just so people. Yeah. Nice, so that's... Gr- oh, I just cut it off right when she said the title. Baby, don't you'll, get greedy. You'll have to stream it yourself in order to do that. Um, how did? What was she doing at 11 that you found her? So Tate McRae has always been an insane dancer. Yeah. Like, 
absolutely incredible dancer. So she kind of did vlogs growing up, and I never YouTuber. followed her. She was a YouTuber. Oh. And people, like, she would post her dance routines, and they would go mega viral mm. because she was amazing. So I started following her when she got cast on So You Think You Can Dance okay, Kids. Okay, yeah. Oh, no, I'm not familiar with that. Uh-huh. They only did, like, I don't even know if they did more than one season. But I watched, and she, like, should have won. Without mm-hmm. a doubt, should have won, didn't win. It was a really emotional time for me growing up. And she um, she didn't win. Amazing dancer. And then at the same time, she started posting videos apparently on her YouTube that she was like writing songs and doing that whole thing and wanted to be a singer and mm-hmm. a dancer. Multi-hyphenate. Mm-hmm. Superstar. And all of a sudden, I hear Tate McRae, <sighs> greedy. And I'm like, wait, what the heck? She's really good friends with Olivia Rodrigo. I don't know if they're the managed cahoots. by the same people. Um, they might be. But I remember hearing something on Twitter that who like her company, her management company, who which is a big comp- management company. I don't know what it is. Um, that her management was like preparing to push, push, push Tate McRae to be the next big thing. Mm-hmm. Which is, it really does excite me because... Legends, if you haven't seen her dance before, like, you have to watch her dance. That's what I was seeing on Twitter. People were posting videos of her dancing. I was like, oh, my God. She's she's, absolutely killing it. She is singing and dancing. And, and like, like, dancing capital D. And we've never, and not we've never seen this, but we haven't seen this in a really long time. This hasn't been many, many girls... I don't want to say since Beyonce. Well, that's what I was about to say, too. (laughs) That actually dance full out, true choreography, and also, I don't know her vocals. Like, Gaga dances pretty intensely. Yeah. But But there's something different. different. If you are a dancer. Yeah. Uh Dancer, singer, versus singer, dancer. Like, I mean, her leg is up to Pluto. (laughs) Other leg, down in hell. She's <laughs> Both legs something. up to Pluto. She's actually 360 right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> She's fortune cookied herself. <laughs> if you will. <laughs> if you will. To give a visual. Um, okay, because I, yeah, I saw her on Twitter and I was like, whoa, this she this is like star. And then I was like, wait, I know one of her songs. And then I was like, wait, let me, what is the deal here? So I did some deep diving and I saw she was on So You Think It Can Dance. And she got third. Oh, she did get third. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was because she's Canadian and Canadians can't vote. And so you think you can dance. You can only, you have to be American. Oh my God. And I was like, if she, it would have been. I forgot about that trauma. If anyone could vote, she like, it's not America's. So you think you can dance? Like, it's not like America's Got Talent where, yeah, it makes sense. Canadians can't vote. Uh-huh. But like, obviously all the people that are going to be voting for her are in Canada. Uh-huh. So she easily would have won. Probably. Yeah. Based on my Wikipedia search. Um, and she kind of does like a hockey themed thing. Did oh yeah, her that? her newest album is like with her with goalie uh, yeah. shin pads. Because do you know the reasoning behind she's this? She's Canadian. Well, she's Canadian. <laughs> That's what she tells people. She's like, I'm Canadian. But also her boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> big big hockey player apparently cheated on her, and so then okay. she wrote this song <clears throat> about being greedy and made it all hockey themed. <laughs> and it's like, well, okay, better. I thought it was because they're still together, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Um, 
Anyways, hockey, so I'm making it hockey themed. Yeah. Oh. Cut the cameras. No, I uh, would not be a tater tot. <laughs> tater tot out. Um, <laughs> and then I also saw a tweet that was like, I feel like we some there's some event that happened and we entered an alternate timeline where Tate McRae sort of has the path that Addison Ray was on. Because well. you know, like Addison Ray was kind of becoming pop star, and maybe she still is, but I feel like Tate McRae is kind of like. You know, on a graph, like two lines, one sort of low, and then Tate McRae shot like way up. Yeah. Kind of like, and now she's the Gen Z dancer singer now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't, I don't know. know how the D'Amelios and Addison Ray fumbled the bag <laughs> so hard. It needs to be studied, truly. Because are they, so I've never really was super into following them or knowing what's going on there, so I haven't. I'm yeah. like, I don't hear from them, but also I didn't hear from them before. So has it really been? Well, I know the, the D'Amelios went this path of we're doing a reality TV show about our family. Oh, like Kardashians, they tried. Yeah, which actually apparently people watch. Um, but I, no, no one I know, maybe. Mm-hmm. Let me know L- yeah. if you do. Send it um, But like they actually had potential to be truly big stars because they were being invited to like really big parties and it was kind of the first maybe first other than like emma chamberlain to be like maybe they could break into like this exclusive world and they Mm. fumbled so hard damn there's something behind the scenes i bet there's something going on whatever take mccray hopefully she's taking that spot i'm excited to see her do because she was also on snl yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. which I didn't watch, but I should because... I saw the performance and it was really good. Yeah, <sighs> she's wonderful. The girls are absolutely desperate for a new pop star generation because, like, people... I feel like people want these girls to succeed. Like, Tate McRae and Renee Rapp. Olivia. And Olivia. Um, even, like, Sabrina. Like, everyone's like, come on, girls, let's go. Mm-hmm. Kind of fun, kind of interesting. Yeah, this is exciting space. It is exciting time. Um, yeah, okay, that's all I kind of wanted to talk about that. Shout yeah. out to Tate McRae. Um, I feel like we should talk about Golden Globe nominees. Oh, yes, and I'm going to need your assistance on that, or I can also look up. Um, well, what happened with the Golden Globes? Because originally the Golden Globes... We didn't like them, and then we did like them, and then they weren't happening, and now they're back. Yeah, so they were originally sort of, I don't know how the relationship worked, but the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, HYFPA, that's not right. Either way, figure out the letters there. Um, uh, They were sort of like the voting, um, voting body for the Golden Globes, and then there's like a lot of drama or like... Um, bad things like bribery and stuff going on where like oh, yeah. the Emily in Paris apparently. <laughs> I was about to say. Like they didn't like give them money but they like invited them to come to set or like paid for like vic- visits and stuff, paid for a lot of stuff for them. Jeez. Sort of, sort of bribe them and that's maybe why they were nominated because people were like, how did I keep getting nominated for Emily in Paris? Um, <laughs> and then there's like a huge blowout I think last year or two years ago. I can't remember how it worked because there was one that was during COVID, that's when Rachel Zegler won, but th- I don't think it had blown up yet. It just wasn't televised because of COVID. But then, like, the year after or something, oh, yeah. then it, like... Anyway, so they kind of split, and then it was kind of like, wait, what's going to happen to the Golden Globes? 
But somehow it's now, <laughs> I don't actually know, I'm speaking on this like I know, but I don't. Somehow it's a different voting body, so they still have the Golden Globes, and now it's maybe less um, shady because it's not the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Hmm. So. Okay, interesting. Because I saw some people saying like, oh, some of these, like I'm, I'm excited about these nominees because there's a little more diverse maybe than they would have been with the other sure. voting body. So. Yeah. Okay, nice. Um, what I think is so interesting is that Golden Globes does both movies and television and a whole lot of other fun things. And the way they split, I still don't totally get it. The drama versus musical comedy. That's yeah. so weird to me. It is I guess strange. It, it kind of makes sense because you can't compare a comedy and a drama. You can, but you can't. I don't know. I feel like you can. I mean, you do yeah. it in the Oscars. Yeah. Well, no. Well, I don't think comedies ever make, make it. It's always dramas or or something. Yeah. No, no, just comedies. A don't lot of things are. Up. That's true. A lot of things well, are. That was quite the grab mentally. You pulled that <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence vehicle. Um, this is also just a different thing about um, Hollywood. Is like there's no just comedies anymore. Like it's always a drama comedy it's always like an action comedy it's like a romance comedy rom-com if you please well let's talk about that because i might have a i have an opinion that i don't know if it's popular but a hot take unpopular even even i'm full of those today um so best picture musical or comedy it's barbie poor things american fiction the holdovers may december and then air Air. Comedy. Musical. I haven't seen Air, but I just know I'm rooting against it this <laughs> holiday season. Because it has to do with sports. Literally. <laughs> I think it's good. Did I haven't see seen it. it. Nope. <laughs> I just think, well, it's, it's probably there fine. over the color purple. <laughs> Which I haven't seen because it hasn't come out, but. Yeah, but I already know I'm going to be mad. And I think <laughs> May, December miscast for that role of Musical or comedy should be in drama. Um, but then, I don't know. I've been sitting with this, and this is my hot take. I would like to see a world in which Bottoms is recognized <laughs> by yeah. some sort of award. Did they, there was, a, was there one nomination? Or there was something well, they, where they were somewhere? It was the, like, the independent oh, features where they course. were nominated for various things. But I'm like, you guys... That's such a good movie. <laughs> okay, that's just me. No, but, I agree. But thanks. But um, thanks. So, best motion picture drama, Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Past Lives, The Zone of Interest, and Anatomy of a Fall. We have a lot of work to do. I, <laughs> okay. There's a lot of these that I have not seen. <laughs> I thought we were doing such a good job. Like, genuinely, I'm like... We're done. Well, and like the, we're like talking about, I don't totally know, but when we're talking with other people about movies we've seen, they go, what? I've never heard of that movie. So I'm like, my God, we're freaking so far ahead. Nobody has heard of these things. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Um. So looking at the best motion pictures for drama and let's go musical and comedy, mm-hmm. what are the movies that you're most excited to see? Okay. And I've, I have no object permanence, so I can't remember any of them. Let me look back. <laughs> Okay, Anatomy of a Fall, I want to see. I want to see that really My bad. coworker, shout out to Colin if you're listening. <laughs> um, he said that was his favorite movie of the year. I, that's what 
I've heard like the people who have seen that movie have absolutely adored it. Yeah, and past lives people love. I oh, it kills me. I can't find it anywhere. Well, I probably have to like rent it. And yeah. Well, I just can learned, support them. I just learned that I'm logged into Apple TV last night. So shout out. Shout out to Carol. Shout out to Carol. And also to me. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. What is the zone of interest? I've actually never heard of it. I don't know. It sounds like war. So the zone of me not being interested. Zone of disinterest. <laughs> Maestro. Uh, that comes out this week. There's too many things nominated for Golden Globes that aren't out. How am I supposed to know? Yeah, that's true. The Holdovers, I've been wanting to see. I'm pushing to see that on Christmas. Lily and Dad, if you're listening, I once again am bringing it up. We should uh, see The Holdovers. And I've just looked up Zone of Interest. It's When I tell you, you're going to be like, oh, okay. Okay, here I go. This is, the, this is the genre. War slash crime. Oh. <laughs> okay. Lay it on me. <laughs> the, the, this is the uh, um, maybe IMDb one-liner. A Nazi command commandant... Uh, tries to build a dream life for his family near the Auschwitz concentration camp. What? Enough! <laughs> Those are a bunch of buzzwords slapped together. Dream life for the family. No. Outside of Auschwitz. No, okay, I can't. That's your zone of interest? Oh, whoa. No, this is good for people. This is good to have this out there, I think. And this is good for the, the world. But I can't is do it, more war movies. I can't say that it's not. Personally, I think I need to like. <laughs> That's what I think. See, in I my, want to be cognizant of everybody, but I'm not interested <laughs> in zone of interest. I need to look it up because it's based my, on a novel from 2014. Okay. Oh, and it's historical fiction. Okay, I was thinking. Oh, if it's a real. I'm thinking it's 2022, and we're packing up our family from oh, Idaho no, and no, going no. to Auschwitz. I was like, what? No, no, it's like um. One where it's like, we're going to be, this is going to be heavy. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures and guys, it's, I mean, I'm going to have to see it. Probably. If it's nominated. I feel like if it's nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Well, <laughs> once well, Mr. Oscar gets in here, then I'll <laughs> decide what I'm going to be watching. We'll hold off on that for a sec. That's enough. After, um... Uh, all quite on the Western Front last year, we were like, and that's enough war movies that we don't need to see another war movie. Oh, I can't get over it. I'm still... I still think about how that movie ends all the time. Damn. Yeah. Okay, um, I've only seen one of the best motion picture musical comedies. Gulp. Motion picture comedies? Musical comedy. The, the nominees for the best. I've only seen one of those. Oh. Barbie. Barbie, um, yeah, I really want to see Poor Things. We're seeing that this week. Um, May December's on there. American Fiction, I really want to see. But yeah, all these movies just kind of came out of nowhere. So yeah, they're all pretty recent. All these ones nominated. I'm like, whoa, slow down, slow down. Yeah. Oh, the Golden Globes are in 20 days. Golden. Six hours and seven minutes and 15 seconds. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Um, some things I wanted to point out, Barry Keoghan nominated for Saltburn. Yes. That was huge. I didn't know if he was going to get nominated, but that's exciting. Um, Timothy was nominated for Wonka. In, in, as like best actor? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that? Gagachandra. I mean, 
I do think he was he was the best part of that movie for me, without a doubt. I mm-hmm. well, maybe biased, you guys. <laughs> Whatever. I'm blushing. I'm blushing. Um, okay. So okay, I want to stick with movies before I go to television shows. Song nominees. Three. Too many. Three for Barbie. Three for Barbie. Not a single morsel for Rachel Zegler. Well, I because I looked into that. Okay. I, I looked for clues. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I, I looked for evidence. <laughs> I looked for evidence. Um, so it wasn't submitted, but because... I Okay. Me with my fist in the air yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't think... I think it was after the deadline. Ow! Though... No. Right? I don't know. Because when I'm thinking about like American fiction and poor things, like those movies aren't even out yet. It probably matters if they were at a film festival because that's like sort of the date. And I don't know if Hunger Games would have been at a film festival. I think it was. Well, regardless, Lionsgate did not nominate it. So we might be seeing it next year. We might not be. But I would be shocked. I would be absolutely shocked if it was not even nominated. I have to hold out hope that it we'll see it next year, mm-hmm. so I can sleep at night. Um, you know what I would like to have seen for best song nominated? Theater camp. Theater camp, the <laughs> last the last song. Yeah, camp, camp is isn't home. home. Well, is it kind of? Kind of. I think it is. It, is. it kind of is. <laughs> oh. I would have loved to see I that. I need to rewatch that so bad, actually. It's I've so only seen it once. And okay. you saw it at least twice, because the second time was with me. Yeah, I've seen it at least twice, but I would love to see it 30 more times. Oof. Good Christmas movie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> About the summer camp? <laughs> Just a, a movie that I want to see, and it's Christmas is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Um, okay. And also, the color purple. Did that get any nominations for song? Something's afoot. I we I'm we're gonna be looking for clues. We're gonna be looking for clues. Um, okay. I also have these are my two other thoughts. Abbott Elementary, tons of snubs. Last year, Abbott Elementary was nominated for everything in the acting categories. Like every person in their cast was nominated. Mm-hmm. Quinta Brunson is the only person nominated now. And people, I mean, everyone won last year. So to now come back and not even be nominated is That's really weird. strange. Wait, was this because when was the last season? Do they they there's their last season was eligible? Yeah, oh. because Quinta is nominated for an acting. Oh award. my god! And I thought this last season of Abbott Elementary was fantastic. Yeah, like I didn't think it dropped at all. Um, so I don't know what happened there. Oh, and this is so annoying. Brian Cox, get out of here! Get out of here for succession. This is enough. Shut up. Like, I... You were not the best of the best. Sorry. Me versus Brian Cox right now, who's winning. Legends Rive is up and defend me. Oh! Really annoying. Love to see A.O. and Deborah nominated for The Bear. I will. Um, That's wonderful. Okay. Huh. Selena Gomez did get nominated for Only Murders in the Building. <laughs> you guys... <laughs> Our fifth fifth day of narcissismus is actually going to be Selena Gomez <laughs> film and TV oeuvre. That's so funny. <laughs> because people, one thing you don't remember, Hotel for Dogs. 
No. Wait, she's not in there. That's Emma. <laughs> it, it has the Wizards of Waverly Place brother in it. That's what I was thinking. Max. Max is in that. Shoot. Uh, Monte Carlo. Okay. I've never seen. I I maybe have. Princess Protection Program. PPA. Wait. PP. Princess P. Protection. PPP. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Much to consider. Okay. Um... Um, yeah. Okay, wait, sorry. I was trying to look up the why uh, Ballad might not have been nominated, but yeah. it says Color Purple. They got Fantasia and Danielle for su- female actor and then also female actor supporting. Wait, is this right? I'm on Billboard. Who knows? They could be wrong. Huh. Or maybe it said they were passed up. <laughs> I can't read this. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Here it says... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Passed over. Camp isn't home. Yep, exactly. Camp isn't home. And it never will be, apparently. Not for us. Okay. Um, yeah. So, Succession, who do you think's taking it for best performance by an actor? I don't know. Can I be... It's Jeremy Strong or <clears throat> Kieran. I don't know. For some reason, I'm like a hater of Succession in post. Like, no, no I liked it a lot while I was watching it. Stay but like strong. the way that they keep nominating every single person, I'm like, you guys, this isn't better than everything else always. Yeah, but I do think it was this year. Like, let's think about Sarah Snook when she tripped that one time. Well, no, I'm I'm supporting her for sure. I think when they but, when they nominate all the guys, I'm like, you're not all leads. That's not how it works. Yeah, that is true. Um, I think, like a, like we said, Brian Cox, that's absolutely mm-hmm. a joke that he got nominated. Um, but Kieran Culkin and Jeremy Strong. Well, yeah, those are good. Those are amazing performances. I would like to see Kieran win it this year because he's never won. He's been nominated a bunch. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy's won twice, I believe. Ah, rats. And I don't... Oh, gosh. I would love to watch that last season of Succession again. Mm-hmm. Something to consider. Um, no acting. Ted Lasso last season. <laughs> well, people. No wait, I'm now. I'm so confused on like because I feel like what was the last awards and was it for these same seasons? Because there's something the Emmys were about these same seasons. Yeah, um, I don't know what the because exact... I feel like I remember us talking about Ted Lasso and Succession, but I don't know if maybe that was the last season. Hmm. I'm just lost in. And when things I think, are. Yeah, I don't know. These That might have been predictions. So I do see Ted Lasso was nominated for Best Television Series. Series. I ha- don't see any nominations for acting awards, though. Okay, because I remember in one of our podcasts oh. earlier on, we were talking about, you were saying that maybe Ted Lasso most recent season wasn't as good as the one before. Yeah. And what was that uh, award show that we were talking about that for? <laughs> I don't know. And actually, I'm literally... I'd just be saying shit on the mic because Hannah Paddingham, Paddingham nominated for a Ted Waddingham. Lasso. Waddingham. Paddington. Paddington. I freaking the wish. Freudian slip. Oh, my gosh. And Jason Sudeikis is nominated. So I'm just going to shut up and cancel this podcast. <laughs> you guys, if you want to know what the nominees are, look them up yourself. <laughs> <laughs> really look them up yourself. You can't expect us to say the right things. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of all my thoughts. Um, okay, cool. Cool. 
Nice. Uh, we can start wrapping. We're at I 55 minutes, which is normal time frame. Yeah. We're going to maybe do a little shorter because we've got another app coming for you right after this. Or it might be before on how we release. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, literally, we know you're hungry, but we're trying our best to keep up with demand. We're trying to feed you. Teach a man to fish. Whoa. We um, should not teach them to podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> Game over. Game over for us. Game over. Okay. Uh, oh. Oh. Wait, I do feel like we should say last night we did see Matt Rogers. Like, oh, I, yeah. Just quick plug. I know we've talked about his musical album before. It is so good, Legends. You have to listen to it. Mm-hmm. We'll go watch the Showtime special. Yeah. Although have there's a couple new songs this year. Well, I don't know. I think they took it off because, well, Showtime got got godded. Oh, was it taken by someone else? Well, Show, Showtime merged with Max. And so, uh, do, does Max have it now? I don't know. That could be good. Wait, let me look up. I'll just look it up here quick so yeah. we can get it on the record. Wait, look up. Also, I have Seaway is on. Oh my God, Max is not downloaded on my phone. Shit, shit, shit. Oh. <laughs> no! Um, okay. So, Matt Rogers. Yeah, we saw him in concert. Not in concert. Live last night. His Him live is amazing. Oh, like, like I had already seen it. And I was, like, delighted constantly. Yeah. At just, like, little things. He's He adds a lot. He's such a physical performer. and Yeah, he really, like, <laughs> does oh, a lot so of flourishes good. or acting or, like, looks to the side or, like, kind of like a kick or a head flick that is, is really funny. Um. <laughs> um, I'm not seeing it. Oh. And I'm not seeing Z-Way. Maybe they haven't. Maybe they haven't ported over all of the the stuff yet. That's my only hope. I don't think so. I think they said bye, because Matt's talked. Okay, about it's it on Paramount. Oh my did, god! Did Paramount buy Showtime? Maybe that's what it was. That is what happened. Okay, perfect. So you guys, if you have Paramount, many people do. Yeah, if you have Paramount, listen, listen to and watch with your eyeballs. Have you heard of Christmas by Matt Rogers? Go, seriously. And also Z-Way's there, too, so... Oh, Z-Way interview tomorrow with George (laughs) Santos. Spooky. I know. Yikes, watch out for that. Um, Okay, cool. I think it's time for Nemesis and Ally of the Week. I agree. Um, Okay. What do you have going on over there? Well, I'll let you know. I can go first. (laughs) Okay, we start with Nemesis, correct? Yep. Wait, hold on. I don't have the sound. Boop, boop, boop. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. My nemesis of the week is me having to get Peacock just to watch Poverty Slay on Trader Season 2. I haven't seen Trader Season 1, but I know Ceres on it. Shout out my Survivor fam. (laughs) 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 But Poverty is now on. And... I need to, see, and she's wearing a headband the entire season. I need to <laughs> okay. see this happen. And also the traders. Have you heard of the traders? Mm-hmm. It's Alan Cumming hosts. Yes, Alan Cumming hosts. I have no idea what happens, but they're in a castle in Scotland, and they take a bunch of people from all these different reality TV cinematic universes. And I put think them season together. two is mainly the reality. Like season one was randos. Or no, no. Yeah. Is that not right? No, I think I think I heard that too. But then when I was looking at the cast, it does look like mostly reality. Okay. People. Maybe reality C tier, B D tier. Mm. 
And yeah, now I guess there are some. Yeah, no, season in season two. one, there were some people who were celebrities. Okay, more. but they were, whatever, never mind. Yeah, I but I back. do like the idea that some of these people are more strategic, and then you have a bunch of the housewives, who I don't, I'm not saying are strategic, but that's not what their platform is. Housewife yeah. nation isn't really based on strategy as much as Survivor is. And do they vote people off? Yeah. So I just feel like... I have no idea what's happening, but like, it looks so good. If I, if, I'm just thinking, if I'm there and there's some people who are known for strategy, I'm I'm watching them. I'm I'm gonna get them out or whatever as soon as I. I guess with with traitors, it's like yeah. you don't want to get them out if they're actually your friend. So mm. maybe that's kind of the hard part of it. Yeah, I seriously have no idea. But now I need to get freaking Peacock. You guys pray for me. Oh shoot! When I get well, if you have Xfinity, you get free Peacock. Shut up! I have Xfinity. Well, I got an email. Let me. I'll send you the email and see. Yeah, they said do. here, free Peacock, and I was like, George Glass, <laughs> free, George Glass, free, free Peacock, peacock. <laughs> for my new boyfriend, my new Peacock account. Okay. Um. Can uh, sorry. And do you have anything else to add on there? No. Because we just got <laughs> this just in. Text from Pam, my mom, about um, our our podcast. So we're getting feedback live or oh. comment live commentary. Please. Fun fact: Hurt Locker, which beat out Avatar for Best Picture and Best Director, was directed by Catherine Bigelow, who used to be married to James Cameron. Shut up, a woman. So the exes were competing against each other. Oh, drama! Please. That's good. Okay, that actually said, changes everything. We said Hurt Locker. If you like Hurt Locker, go to hell. But and now we learned <laughs> it's by a James woman. Cameron's ex, a woman. We can't help but stand. That's crazy too, especially because like James Cameron is obviously a highly decorated and respected <laughs> like filmmaker. Maybe Catherine Bigelow is too, but like the fact that they were together and then she said, "Ha, we're exes now. We're competing, and I won." <laughs> that must have hurt. <laughs> Lock her. Lock her. Lock. Lock him up. Lock him up. Hashtag. Yeah. That's a nice Hashtag fun fact. Thanks, him. Mom, for sending that in. That is a great fact. And what luck fact. that we're filming. It. Um, filming. We're recording when that came in. Okay, wow. cool. Live updates. Okay, nemesis. <laughs> okay. I've got a lot of nemesis and no allies, but okay. Here we go. GMA making people sing on national TV at that hour. Oh, <laughs> this GMA is Good Morning America. Famously, happens at like eight a.m. in New York, which is the earliest time zone in America. Um, and maybe it's earlier than that. I don't watch, but it's on early in the morning, and they always have people singing. Like they have like the Broadway people. <laughs> Nobody can sing well at eight a.m. in the morning. Yeah, that's nobody. Awesome. And they make them do it every time. And there's a. And I also just feel bad because there's this one point recently where Constance Wu uh, and um, yeah and Corbin Suddenly Corbin Blue <gasps> whoa Constance Wu and Corbin Blue ooh <laughs> that's good what's that little shop yeah little shop and they were yeah. singing it might have been suddenly but it might have been one of the other songs well suddenly is what they should that's a really good one she like had a major crack like oh. it was so embarrassing and she also kind of was a little shaky for the whole performance. But that's not how she normally is live, like, in the show. Yeah. So it's like, ah, oh, you can't 
people can't belt high at that early in the morning. It's not physically possible. You need to be warmed up for hours. <sighs> and so I just like feel, and I'm like, this is so stupid. Stop making people do that because it, it only makes them look bad. Yeah. Live performances on GMA singing. No. Uh, Enough. Enough. Enough out of you. GMA. Exactly. Okay. Okay. My ally of the week is a podcast called Who Shat on the Floor at My Wedding? Oh. (laughs) Sorry, Eric. (laughs) Perfect. So it's this podcast called who shat on the floor at my wedding? And it's a true crime podcast. And it <laughs> crime. is <laughs> literally, literally true crime where this couple, so these two wives, they got married in 2020. Yeah, I said two wives. <laughs> if you don't like that, turn off this podcast. <laughs> um, so these two wives got married and someone shat on the floor at their wedding in the bathroom. But, like, not in the toilet or even in the... Well, there's some debate about the actual placement of the shat. Shat. Um, But they enlist the help of their friend, who is an amateur sleuther. (laughs) Um, And they do, like, this really elaborate true crime podcast, which has 12 parts, um, short (laughs) episodes. Like, they start start off, like, 15 minutes. Um, They get longer as they go on. But they get better and better. The first two episodes, I was like, okay, yeah, this is good. Funny bit. Now I'm, like, really invested on who who was the shatter. And it's Damn. so funny because they have, like, a lie detector test that they'll, like, put people up. They, like, went back. This was on a boat. They got married on a boat. Um, they went back to the boat, and they're, like, searching for clues and evidence. <laughs> like, they're, they're now, oh, they, like, are interviewing, like, Big real detectives to see, like, get their take on it. That's it's funny. It's so funny. You have to listen to it. And they're British, which makes everything better. <laughs> um, and the woman who plays the detective is so funny. Oh, she's so good the Dang. way she interviews people. So that's cool. And it's all real. Yes, it's all real. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> very funny. Have you brought, the, have you told me this separately off pod before? Because for some reason, it's ringing a bell, but maybe someone else told me, or maybe you told me. Oh, um, I said quickly last night, but I said, shh, shh, I'm saving this for tomorrow. Oh. But no, I also I, found it on TikTok, so maybe. This is weird. Okay, Legends, if any of you have mentioned this to me before, because I feel like I've heard this before. It's like from the recesses of my mind. When did this weird. come out? 2020. Okay, so yeah. So yeah. Someone told been. me about that. You guys, write in if you if you mention this to me. But that is, I, and I didn't listen to it yet, so <laughs> maybe I should. It's really, really funny. Um, and do they, no spoilers, but do they get to the bottom of it? Or is it still know. going on? I'm halfway through. Okay, okay. I'm on episode six. Um, and they're inter- interviewing a fascinating, this is who I think did it. <laughs> okay. But I don't know. Um, That's so funny. So I don't even know if they're going to catch... The crook. Legends, Damn. if you know who shat on the floor at their ba- at their wedding, do not tell me. Because I want to find do out not for come. myself. Do not come. <laughs> In the words of Kamala Harris. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. What was your ally this week, Jason? 
Okay, wait, I have a ton of allies. That's so well, good. I don't uh, I don't I'm not sure I stand by all of them. One of those weeks, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, these I'm scrolling back and go, oh I never said that. Um <laughs> some of these are so stupid. Oh, I never said that. Who wrote that down? <laughs> or no, like I never uh said it on the pod yet, so I, it's like still an option for me to choose. Oh. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> That's not the truth, Ellen. Um okay, huh. Okay, here it is. Um, this is a woman on TikTok or Reels um, who does gentle parenting, but not to kids. So this is like um, she does like gentle parenting, like kind of as a teacher would for like like little kids. But like her examples were like bits of doing it at the Thanksgiving dinner table to like racist uncle or something like that. Where she goes, no, thank you, friend. No, thank you. Or like, and then she says something like, um, that was a really sad choice. That's so good. And then like one of her things is, catch a bubble. Oh, catch a bubble. And that's like to be quiet. Because like to puff your cheeks up. And it's just that's really funny. so cute. No, thank you, friend. Oh, no. no. And <gasps> that made me really sad. <laughs> like, so I think that's kind of funny. Isn't it so, really, when you bubble down big arguments, they can all be solved with just basic kindergarten manners. Mm. Compassion for all, I say. Yeah, I should have written down her handle, because now I'm just, go find her, I guess. I don't know who Damn, it was. go spelunking through the internet. Um, so and go, go look up hashtag gentle parenting. Good yeah. luck with that one. <laughs> Spooky hashtag to be looking under. Yeah. Maybe uh, our I was gonna say kids. about kids. <laughs> Shout out if you're gentle parenting. No, thank you, friend. No, oh. I love when the teachers call kids friend. Yeah, that's so funny to me. Oh, friend. Well, we're not gonna do that. Nope. Uh. A bit that Jason and I love to do is, um, I wouldn't call this. This is a different vein, but more of like the ladies, ladies, please, <laughs> single file. We must get moving, ladies. We love to be like some sort of coach or like manager of a, of a girl's a team. Maybe it's soccer, maybe it's it sports. It can give soccer. Or like a a, cla a gym class of women, yeah. of like of, of high school women. <laughs> ladies, oh, ladies, nope. <laughs> Wait, no, that's more gentle parenting, but... Ladies, I'm going to count off. Please pay attention. One, two. We're already behind. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Ladies. Like, everyone had a coach like that. Well, I did. I mean, I didn't, but also I'm a man. <laughs> yeah. What were your coaches like? I don't know. I can't remember. My dad coached me. I was gonna say, I think my dad coached many of the things. Maybe Ooh. all of them. All of them? Because your dad coached the cross. He didn't coach skiing, but also I don't think I was on skiing that long. He didn't coach gymnastics. Yeah. That was Sarah. Sarah Owen, shout out. And wait, of the pod. wait, what was the owner's name? Oh, shoot. Send in. Family, send in what his name is. It's so close to something in my tongue. Gymnastics studio owner? Yeah, Mr. Nope, I don't know. Mr. Bendy? No. Mr. Um. Biles? <laughs> Simone. Yeah. Actually, I actually did gymnastics with Simone Biles. <laughs> we went to the same gym, Hastings Gym, Hastings Gymnastics Gym. Yeah, back in my day, we called her <laughs> Little Jumpy. We called her Mona. <laughs> we called her <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know if she has a nickname. 
Yeah, we all bullied her. <laughs> yeah, I kicked her. <laughs> we have Kicking no- Simone Biles, <laughs> title of up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Um, I think what are we talking about? <laughs> we better wrap. We better wrap it up. Yeah, we better get the hook. Um, um, what should we end on? Oh, I know what we should end on. Hmm. Camp isn't home. <laughs> Camp isn't home. We didn't. We didn't. Here it is. A girl with an open snapple. A boy who's looking down. All the faces and the memories that we have from right now. Raise a glass for everyone that will come through these holes. But in the glass isn't alcohol, <laughs> something more profound. And the holes aren't holes at all, of course they're trees and lakes and birds. <laughs> we all fly to find a place we can belong. We all fly. Bye, Legend. To listen to more of that, watch Theater Camp or stream on Spotify. 